Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marshani, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. If you ever miss any of these shows in their entirety, you folks know Blog Talk Radio, Apple Music, iTunes are all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests. And today we have a great young man coming onto the program. It's none other than the former Washington State Cougar turned Wake Forest Demon Deacon, the kickoff specialist. Jack Crane. Jack, welcome to the program. How's today treating you? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I actually, right before we went live, I texted your former coach, Coach Mike Leach. I texted him. I said, hey, we got a former Cougar coming on. And he said, he just said, I hope you're well. He goes, how is my man Jack doing? I said, I'm about to find out because we're going on in about 20 seconds. So I don't know what the rest of that conversation would have went like, but uh, what was it like just being a walk on and, uh, you know, playing for coach Leach? Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Um, You know, playing for Mike Leach was definitely interesting. There was never a dull moment with him. Um, He's about the same in the meeting room as he is uh, on the media. Um, He's a great guy though. And, you know, walking on to WSU was, to me, a dream come true. That was my, you know, biggest offer coming out of high school. I wasn't, I wasn't looked at too highly, and you know, Washington State gave me the opportunity, and I just wanted to play the highest level of football that I could. So I took the, took the chance, and ended up committing. Well, hey, the two Power Five conferences. You start in the Pac-12. You end your collegiate career over on the west or on the east coast, I should say with the Demon Deacons of the ACC. I, I'm curious, Jack. I mean, a guy like yourself, let's go rewind, 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 back to Pop Warner, Pee Wee. I mean, was first football your first sport passion, and what other sports did you love growing up? Football was not my first sport. I used to play soccer, like probably most other uh, kickers out there. I started out playing soccer, and then uh, – Going into middle school, um, you know, all my friends started playing football and they were trying to get me to come out because the coaches were always asking who the soccer players on the team were. And so they didn't have any. And so I finally tried out. And since I was the soccer player, they had me kick and it started from onside kicks and then it ended up uh, going all the way from there. So <laughs> excellent. So couldn't now, be more thankful. <laughs> Yeah, it, you know, I mean, usually there is a parallel between soccer players and the guys that come on with the, you know, punters, uh, specialists like yourself, kickers, place kickers, whatnot. So uh, I, now you you're talking about little, uh, you know, little recruiting coming out of high school, but nonetheless, I mean, you're able to, you know, uh, you know, uphold a career in college football at two big Power Five schools. Was anyone offering you anything, or were you just kind of completely under the radar? 
Um, I had a offer to Central Washington um, that was a scholarship, but like I said, you know, I had the opportunity to walk on at WSU. My sister went there for four years, and so, you know, I kind of, like I said, I just kind of wanted to play big time football. And so I took the chance and, and, you know, it's been a long road, but I was able to compete and I was able to win the kickoff job and it's, it's been a blessing. And, um, and yeah, so no regret committing to Washington state whatsoever. That's excellent. Now I'm curious and I, I don't want to pry into family matters, but I have two kids in school now. <laughs> And uh, what was it like telling mom and dad that you want to you want to be the walk on instead of impacting up that scholarship? Um, you know, I think they wanted what was best for me. And while the scholarship would have been nice, you know, I think at the same time they realized that, you know, I would appreciate my time in school better had I had I went for it at the highest level, which, which is what I wanted to do. And that's what they wanted for me. And, you know, I'm going to always strive for that. I'm never going to, never going to sell myself short for anything, not saying, you know, um, you do that when you go to smaller schools, I think it would have been a great opportunity for me to do that. But, um, you know, I met a lot of great people at WSU and I've met a lot of great people at Wake Forest. And, uh, you know, I'm super glad that I did that. That's awesome stuff. Once again, the standout specialist kickoff man, Jack Crane, here on the C2P. You folks know, again, Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests as we build towards this 2021 draft conclusion at the end of April. Now, you you, you, you do your thing, and when I was talking with your agency, 919SM Sports Management, um, I was curious, to, you know, they're like, not a lot of place kicking, but you got a hell of a leg, Jack, and I'm curious what's what's this transition selling yourself to these teams and and your agency doing the same thing with you know not much to go on in terms of you know seeing you kick a game winning field goal or anything like that. Yeah, um, you know, and I think that's definitely the tough part. That's where my agent and I are are kind of brainstorming the most on how to get around is you know selling myself to these teams that, like you said, you know, they haven't seen me kick field goals before, and that's what you need to do in the NFL. You can't go in and be a kickoff specialist. You know, they have those in college, but they don't have those in the NFL. And, you know, I've I've demonstrated my ability to kick field goals at Washington State and at Wake Forest, but, you know, I've also sat behind two Lou Groza finalists as well. So, um you know, I'm I'm hoping that when pro day comes around and these and uh, you know and these teams come and see me kick that they know and see what I'm about and and how I kick and like you said, uh, my leg strength. So so looking to showcase not only my kickoffs but what I've been trying to do for five years is kicking field goals as well. So that's the goal. <laughs> And, 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 I, and that's what it is when I was talking, you know, the agency, I was like, man, I get, this is a unique story. And I was even more excited to get you on because obviously your background to, again, I, I've said it probably four times so far during the show, but I mean, you're not going to be at two power five schools if the talent's not there, but the opportunity to come in. I started to think, and I, I want to say you're kind of like the Matt Castle of kickers. I mean, Matt Castle <laughs> didn't have any playing time at USC, but lo and behold, he ends up with the Patriots and, 
he has a pretty good darn career, but he just played behind some guys. And, you know, the starting reps never came. But nonetheless, the pro career did. And I think at the end of the day, any college guy, you know, it's great to play every single Saturday. But then again, at the end of the day, you want to play on Sunday even more. Um, how have you been taking on the last few months? I mean, are you are you training anywhere? Are you doing anything specific? How are you being in peak condition for that pro day? Yeah, well, like you said, you know, um, it would be great had I played four years um, at, you know, starting field goal kicker. But, I mean, like you said, pretty much it just matters when you show up when, when it counts and, and you make the kicks that count. So I'm hoping pro day uh, these teams can see that. And, you know, these past months I've been – I've been training harder than I ever have. And, you know, I've been in Florida training with, uh, with a lot of other kickers. I, I was down there for a month, uh, a lot of ACC guys. And then I was in Arizona for a couple of weeks uh, doing some college camps and some senior combine camps. Uh, I was in Texas training for a little bit. And now I'm back at school just, just getting ready. Um, if I'm not actually kicking on the field, I'm doing some mental reps on the field and just picturing what it's going to look like on pro day. So, you know, um, if my leg's tired, I'll go out there and I'll just visualize how it's going to be because uh, visualization is almost just as crucial as actually kicking. Uh, very interesting. And when is pro day? Uh, pro day is going to be the 31st of March, so in a couple weeks. Man, you know, I, I, it, it's always – you know, as we do these shows every day, I always say it's closing in, but it's, it is hard to believe that we're midway through March and, and you are a couple of weeks away from that pro day. And, you know, the best part, Jack, is once you get that leg out there and you start firing that rocket, that cannon of a foot, you know, you're, you do scouts all on hand. are going to, you know, that's the best part is, you know, wowing these guys. And I've seen it. I remember being at a, a pro day at Kent State. His name was James Connison. He was kind of an in-between hybrid. There was really no – specific place for him he was like a tight end he was a uh you know a fullback he was a receiver and we're doing we're going through the pro day and you know i'm, I'm clocking him too and I, I i think my i clock him at a four three i'm like you know i'm like, i'm an idiot i'm an idiot you know what i mean but you know what i mean but then he you know he and then he ends up blowing this thing apart i mean his his vert his l cone i mean every drill he literally knocked out of the ballpark and it was because of a pro day and I believe he went in the seventh round to the Seattle Seahawks. So it just goes to show pro days do matter. You're going to have that opportunity on the 31st, and I can't wait to see it. Now, you are the kickoff. You got the big foot. I mean, what are the positive things? I mean, are you able to put that ball? I mean, are you labeled to be that long-distance guy, to, to be the, be something special at the next level? Oh, 100%. Um, and like a lot of people I've talked to uh, – who have coached in the NFL and are currently, you know, looking at college guys and evaluating college guys. Um, teams nowadays likely go with the big legged guys. Um, you know, people who can kick long field goals and who can kick off as well. Um, you know, you'd like a, you'd like a punter to be able to kick off, but, but lately that hasn't been too much of a thing. So the NFL is kind of switching to big legged guys. And, you know, I'm hoping that, that I can kind of wow some of these scouts with my leg and, and uh, you know, make all my kicks when it counts. So that's what I'm hoping. Now, going back to your soccer days, did you always have the big foot? Was that always, you know, I mean, 
you know, you could be fast, you could be, you know, a great you know, ball handler and whatnot, but, I mean, was that your go-to even during your soccer days where you were the guy with the power? Yeah, you know, I think definitely, uh, I think that's where it developed from was definitely soccer. I was always the guy who was taking the, the corner kicks and the free kicks and everything, um, and without soccer, I don't know if I would have had such an explosive leg. Um, personally, when I have kids, I might start them out with soccer, and, and hopefully train him into being a kicker. Who knows? <laughs> I love it, man. You got the eye on the prize already. You got the little the little <laughs> cranes already developing dad's, uh, you know, dad's skill set of being a, a fantastic kicker. Jack, man, I, we appreciate you coming on. Like I said, such a unique background. And, and I, one, I mean, every guy that comes on the show, I, I hope everyone that we talk to make their path towards the next level. But you having that unique background, like I am super stoked to hear your name or see you sign with the team after that thing ends and establish yourself as we get through the, you know, the dog days of summer and camp and, you know, come at the end of the, you know, September, I'd love to see your, your name on one of these rosters. Cause I'd be like, Hey, we had the crane kid on the show. We had the crane kid on the show. So kind of pat ourselves on the back. Um, but before we do let you go, we, we call it three and out. Um, they're just a few lighthearted off the wall questions. Um, you want to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, perfect. All right. Now, we we started the show off with Coach Leach. Um, maybe we'll do one of the questions at the end. Um, was there anything maybe during practice that he had a pet peeve about that might get him a little irate, maybe that you guys would laugh about afterwards? Oh, there were – I don't know if I could pinpoint a single one. There was a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I think maybe just – attitude of players possibly if somebody wasn't in line you know it was it was business all the time um and you know if it wasn't business at practice then then you know uh the hammer comes down a little bit so there's a lot of discipline going on over there and and I've never been a part of such a disciplined team uh so I I think uh I think if if you're not business at practice that might be where the hammer comes down Wow, that's fun. You know, we've been asking that question this year, and especially with the big-name coaches. Like, we had the Michigan guys on, and I guess Harbaugh's big thing is uh, if your shirt's untucked. He said you could be across the field. You could be at the other end zone, and he sees your socks out of place, and he, you just see him coming towards you, and you know why. And they're like, you know, but it's just – and then Coach Leach, to think that he's, you know, something else, you know, different is just fun. Um, how about this one? Um, during your collegiate days, did anybody – could have been with Wake Forest or Washington State – um, anybody have an off-the-wall nickname and how'd they get it? Oh, my gosh, nickname. I think there was one guy at Washington State. Uh, I don't want to expose his name, but he smelled uh, he smelled so bad <laughs> that we called him the farm because he smelled oh, so bad. And that might be one of the worst nicknames I have ever heard. <laughs> Jack, I'm not lying. We've been doing this show way too long. But the best one ever was Ryan Kerrigan down at the Senior Bowl said they, they went out one night, things got a little crazy, and uh, the next day they got, they, his nickname was Toaster because he got a tattoo. Not Ryan, but somebody got a tattoo of a toaster on their stomach that night. But oh. Farm, Farm might give that a run for money. Knowing that there was a guy who just <laughs> thanks so bad. <laughs> you guys had to be around him. This 
That's 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 definitely I'm right farm down on the sheet right now. That I'm even circling a that's excellent. <laughs> Final one for me. Um, this draft is going to be right around the corner. I'm sure that weekend you're going to be with family and friends as you await to find out your next football journey. But with that said, who's the best cook in the Crane family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next football journey? Best cook would probably be my dad. Um, he's always cooking and I think his famous recipe might be his chili recipe actually, which is kind of interesting because he just kind of, he just kind of throws everything that he can find into the chili. It's like, Oh, we got some of this extra in the, in the, in the refrigerator. I'll just put this in there, I guess. And it, it's, uh, it's actually pretty incredible. And so whenever he makes that, I, uh, it's always a, it's always a good time. So that, that might be my, meal of choice there you go well your father's now on the clock as well as well as those 32 (laughs) nfl teams jack hey best to you we appreciate you stopping by and we always like to tell our guests stay humble stay hungry be blessed and hey march 31st man have the day of your life thank you so much for having me thank you Nope, no problem at all. Once again, that is Jack Crane, the standout kickoff specialist, kicker, if you will, and he's kind enough to join us in the middle of training and everything that goes with being a 2021 NFL draft prospect. As always, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests. As always, thanks for stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.